Hi and good day to you all. I am Farish Shekhar aka Harry from the Manager Engine AT Solutions team and I hope you all are safe and healthy. This time we are trying out a newer approach, a line of podcasts revolving around a specific theme to provide continuity and a relatable experience. All of the five episodes that we have planned are about to be released together, right? Something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Right, uh, and I'm so happy to be sharing some insights to you all. Right, the theme being Manage Engines SIEM podcast series. Right? As mentioned earlier, uh, five podcasts covering key topics, addressing key problems around IT security, and eventually building it up to end-to-end organization security. Right, we've kept this short, uh, informative, and we do uh, request you to listen to all of them and do let us know your thoughts right with that being mentioned let's move into the first topic which is going to be hybrid active directory the directory services that are being hunted right i will begin quoting something that i grew up with right an 80s kid um, and of course kids in in the era of 80s to 90s and the early 2k and people before me could also relate to this because i am going to quote telephone directory or a telephone book as an example right back in the days there was this consolidated directory which could be bought or was provided with a landline connection and boy was it heavy the book was the repository of information it used to list people their names their address their contact number and people used to look into that book to get information. So if you just know the name of that person, it will just consolidate all of the people in that specific locality, their number and their address, right? So it was easy to get information and that book could almost serve for the entire community, for your district and of course for your state. Right? So now fast forwarding to the present world, uh, to my knowledge, it is just an antique piece. It, I don't think it exists uh, any longer. But in case if it if it does, it could be a compliance breach because random people looking up for your information and contacting you out of the blue. Just imagine GDPR, right? So the reason why I'm I, the reason why I'm saying this is as uh, a compliance breach is please do remember telephone numbers and place of stay are still being addressed as one of the security questions as on dead we are in 2020 and still telephone numbers the place of stay your date of birth all critical information are security questions so any directory services should be protected well as it is a repository of information right so the telephone directory was the first directory service that i was introduced but now the most used across the organization across the globe is uh, Active Directory. And now the swing is to Azure Active Directory. So typically that is the hybrid concept. Right after quoting this example, of course, there were a few other directory services, but the biggest ever in terms of organization and across the globe usage was Active Directory. And now comes Azure Active Directory together being labeled as hybrid Active Directory, right? So uh, both Active Directory and Azure Active Directory are widely used directory service. Uh, it could be either alone or together. And uh, what if I told you just to spur up the moment a little is with least 
privilege of them all with just a domain user that user could query information about them about their organization or any information that your repository holds or your directory service holds and they could just start querying any particular information and both the directory service will provide information as long as the right keywords are queried right this is a directory service so it holds information so if you query information it will start sourcing out answers for you right so as much as it can store the information protecting this on your directory service is extremely crucial right so why are these directory services being hunted so on premise active directory uh, was used or is used to connect different systems to each other and now with a widespread jump into hybrid setup organizations are retaining critical data on premise and of course on cloud while they let or empower their 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 domain users or their people that they collaborate with to get work done online faster through azure right so this is exactly uh, where and why one should have a deeper understanding of hybrid active directory and with so much of so much of information at stake organizations should start protecting them right so let's quickly look into active directory some neat points and then into azure active directory and then i will be giving you five important critical points where organizations should put all of their time and how could they protect their environment especially their hybrid active directory right so active directory uh, is the os directory service that that facilitates working with interconnected complex and different network resources in a unified manner right it is a database that organizes your your company's users computers and other objects uh, it, pro it it provides authentication and authorization uh, to applications file servers printers and other resources on the network and of course the authentication protocol being used are kerberos and ntlm and of course to query any information ldap helps right this is active directory and when you talk about azure active directory though the word active directory clings on to both of these directory services they are completely different one is on premise one is on the cloud and the the constant thing or similar things would be users groups uh and authentication and authorization if you have a hybrid setup rather but everything else is different so this is why a deeper understanding of azure is very important so azure active directory is microsoft's multi-tenant cloud-based directory and identity management service right azure active directory helps employees sign into multiple services and access them from anywhere across the anywhere over the cloud with a single set of login credentials right so work with multiple platforms and devices uh and the reason why azure is widely picked is because the cloud services pre integration the on premise integration with azure and it works with many third party applications and uh is available globally so these are the reasons why people pick azure and microsoft does play a significant role in providing the hybrid setup so if so to give you more examples before i give you the five important points is if you are using office 365 which is a saas application of microsoft then your users will have a username and password right managed by azure active directory 
as well as a username and password for the net network logon through the on-premise Active Directory, right? So it is actually okay to have two individual uh, usernames and passwords. They just got to confine to change password or reset password twice, but there are synchronization options, uh, which Microsoft does help you, right? So in this case, you can use Azure AD Connect to do this. It's a small free piece of uh, software that you can install on the server to perform the synchronization wherein everything becomes like very, very easy. One username, one password, uh, and that will help people, uh, you know, do more with actually less, right? And if you're actually a new business uh, scouting out for options, then uh, and you don't want to invest on the on-prem infrastructure, you could potentially start off with Azure and you could just get everything kicked off by signing into Azure, right? Purely on Azure Active Directory, right? In, in this case, although you will have your applications in the cloud, you will, of course, have physical devices for logging in and working with the cloud, right? So in that devices, PCs, smartphones, etc. So to access information on the cloud or to work with the cloud. So how do you secure and manage them? I'm just going to give you bits and pieces and then you can email me and we can work closely to this. Or, of course, I can refer you some articles to get some insight on this. Right. So to secure these uh, devices, right, it could be PC. Uh, if you have Windows 10, because it typically applies to Windows 10, right, you can Azure AD join them and the login to machines using Azure AD user accounts. You can add apply conditional access policies uh, that require machines to be a Azure AD joined before accessing company resources. So these are all disclaimers that needs to be you know, read and understood well, right? And of course, it does come in with limited functionality compared to the AD join, the on-premise Active Directory join, because there's no group policy to fine grain or go deeper in terms of security. And of course, uh, you need to use an MDM if you want to secure uh, your mobile devices, your mobile devices which are used to connect to the cloud, right? So, with these said, which ironing the basics of Active Directory and Azure Active Directory, I am now going to jump into five crucial points which organizations should pay attention to. So out of the five, my first recommendation is for a synchronized identity access management, right? a streamlined and a secure user provisioning and deprovisioning process. Please remove human touch while filling in essential information like passwords, group memberships, uh, or anything that is very important, very essential. These fields can be hidden and processed in the background, right? Uh, then provide time-based access, role-based access, or core access management strategies for the hybrid setup to ensure complete security, right? Each new feature overcomes the old limitation, right? So the initial onboarding was manual, time-consuming, a lot of consoles, either full permissions or nothing, and then came role-based access. And then right now we've got Azure Identity Governance, right? Provides you with capabilities to ensure that the right people have the right access to the right resource, right? It helps with three important aspects of identity governance. Uh, it governs identity lifecycle, access lifecycle, and secures privilege access. 
So all of this is a part of Azure. So if you have a hybrid setup, Azure Active Directory could potentially help you streamline process, uh, work around life cycles, uh, governs access and privilege access monitoring as well, secures privileged access, right? And my second recommendation deals with passwords, enhance password protection for your hybrid Active Directory, right? Back in the days, it was just username and password. And then to give it even further, it was weak passwords. So it was easy to break. And it is happening even now. This was not like a while ago. Things are happening right now. So you need to have uh, a, a stronger password protection in your hybrid environment, right? So if you're an avid user of Active Directory, Azure Active Directory, or any of the SaaS applications, then please do ensure that you have a multi-factor authentication enabled, right? This is not the final layer, let me repeat it, but this is an additional layer which will make the actual work of breaking into an organization uh, a bit more difficult, right? So provide multiple options. Do not allow weak passwords, right? Strengthen your organizations through strong password policy across hybrid AD and applications revolving around hybrid Active Directory, right? But at the same time, empowering users, right? And by making them deal less with passwords, but at the same time, keeping things secure. So this is my second recommendation or second point where organizations have to stress importance, right? And the third thing is permission reporting across hybrid cloud or hybrid Active Directory. Why is this important? So in the latest Verizon data breach report, uh, there is a list of items uh, recorded, which leads to a breach and misconfiguration is one of the top five action varieties for breaches. And it is an important acknowledgement that not all incidents are a result of exploited vulnerability, right? Misconfigurations actually lead to more breaches than the exploited systems. But organizations often do not overlook misconfigurations. Then they end up looking at uh, the vulnerabilities, both scanning, which are open, right? So the misconfigurations own their own space. So in which case you have to run against all platforms, AD, Azure Active Directory, uh, even endpoints, even work groups, uh, Office 365, data storage, databases, etc and identify who has what privilege to what level and I'm pretty I'm super sure that there will be certain findings when you start running reports across your native platforms right and the fourth recommendation or a tip that I would say is out of the box reporting for monitoring attacks and possible buildups right so uh, if you have been a part of my webinar or my seminar for the last few months, I've been talking about on-premise password spray attack using PowerShell. I've been doing uh, domain reconnaissance for the on-premise Active Directory and for the Azure Active Directory as well. So the reason for out-of-the-box monitoring report is let's take attack could be coming in from anywhere, right? So on-premise cloud applications, web servers, endpoints, etc. And password spray is one of the most widely used uh, or recognized topic right now. So let me focus on Azure and Office 365 as I've done on-premise. Or if you need help on on-premise, 
I will leave my email address at the last so you could go ahead and reach out to me and I will give you all of the resources, right? So Office 365 lately with MFA enabled was susceptible to a brute force and password spray attack. And now Azure Active Directory's credibility is being questioned. So people went back to Microsoft asking, hey, Greg, get a report if I was either brute force or there was a password spray attack. They were like, yes. Uh, you just need to purchase an E5 license and E5 is $35 a user build uh, annually if I'm not wrong this is what is being told on the website but again these are numbers available on the website you could go ahead and check it so for the threat intelligence you need to bump up to the top uh, E5 license or move into the Azure P1 P2 if you want to monitor and get reports of brute force or password spray attack on your Azure Active Directory or your Office 365, right? So how, why should you monitor them and how could you monitor them? These are two separate questions and that's the reason you need out of the box reports. So if I log into my username, bad password or bad username, good password, two combinations and three, I mess up the MFA, uh, four through remote PowerShell. There are four ways by which a brute force or a brute force could potentially happen and thereby once I gain access I do a password spread. So you need to have out of the box reports to monitor specific attacks or a potential build up. So this is very important and the last recommendation that I'm about to make is relate error codes to description. So because correlating error codes to description uh, helps administrators understand the line of operation. And through error codes, possible error codes and descriptions are mentioned on the Microsoft website. This is specifically for Office 365 and Azure. And if you want to see a user viewed a specific document or purged their mailbox, you can use the Security Compliance Center to search for a unified audit log to view user and administrator activity in your organization, right? And what all activities you could see, just a couple of them, but you could see a lot of them. You could see admin activity in Azure Active Directory, admin activity in Exchange Online, user activity in Exchange Online, uh, Exchange Mailbox Auditing, Logging, and user activity in SharePoint, user and act, uh, admin activity in Power BI, user and admin activity in Microsoft Teams, right? So these are my five pointers to help organization strengthen their hybrid active directory because these directory servers are being hunted right now so if you uh, would love to test out uh, any managed engine solutions which covers all of these five and uh, reduce the cost and increases your security just reach out to me at hary at manageengine.com it's harry with a single r at manageengine.com and we've got solutions like Lock360, which is our integrated SIM solution. And we've got AD360, which is our identity governance and uh, identity access solution, right? So the first topic that I've kickstarted this uh, theme-based podcast is on hybrid active directory. And my colleague Sid uh, would be doing justice in taking you into the fundamentals of a SIM solution. So this is the second topic on the podcast. And with this continuation, I would pass it on to Sid and Sid would be dealing with the fundamentals of SIM. And I will be back with another topic on cloud. And that will be a surprise. Ensure that you, you know, listen to all of the five to take home the key problems. 
I hope you found the content informative and until next time, stay safe. Thanks.